listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth-teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. All right, I'm out here in the countryside today over at uh, Bill's Compound. Uh, beautiful day. It's 10 degrees below uh, average, but and uh, seems to be uh, unleashing uh, 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 the attack of the plants. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're leafing out, pollinating. I got poison ivy growing in bushes in my driveway. I might have to break out the Roundup. Uh, and... Uh, Okay, now we, we're going to do a little metaphysical thing mostly here today, uh, uh, but we're going to start with politics because uh, hey, you know, I talked to my cousin Andrew the other day. He wants to talk about, uh, I, I'm sh- as most Trumpsters, they, they, they want to talk about, well, uh, I knew he was going to do this too. I was avoiding talking to him. Well, well what if uh, uh, they're never going to let Kennedy run, so Kennedy should run with Trump. He should run as his vice president. What the hell? Would, why would I? Kennedy should be second in command to that coward, to the guy that sold you out with Operation Warp Speed. That, 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 you know what? All right. I'll give you maybe Trump's intentions were good, but he had a spine. I wouldn't even say his spine was yellow. It was made out of jello. He just rolled over and they kicked him to death and he went fetal. I don't want to. He's not the boss, okay? All right, this kid. Now, please stop talking about his deep state. I can't stand it anymore. I, I know. I, I know because I, I I nominated him along with Phil at our age in, in early 2020. And uh, for us, this is like, uh, this is the fulfillment of a plan, but... Uh, you know, I, I, I can understand your skepticism with everybody's deep state. They're all in on it. But you know what? This kid, you know, is, he lost his father. He lost his uncle. He lost his brother. Uh, they killed them. They killed them dead, man. Do, do you understand that that doesn't, you don't go along. There's something called a vendetta. You know, he's Irish too. And I, the Irish love vendettas. I think they may have invented it. Uh He's not going to go along with them. He's, uh, and, and follow his campaign, you're worried about environmental issues. God knows we do have environmental issues in this country. How many train spills, toxic waste spills? Every time I read, I'm reading mainstream, I'm reading about a new spill. Now, now, that, now Canada's supposedly flooding us with uh, 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 smog. Uh, but I, I don't understand how that smog hit New York without hitting Boston. Somebody will have to explain that to me. And don't tell me it's the science. I'm tired of you people talking about it's the science. Don't know a goddamn thing about science. Uh, so I, 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 can, I can understand your reservations. Go on Twitter. I hate recommending social media. Go on Twitter because that's the only one allowing Kennedy to speak right now. Uh, and and you go see what he's talking about, okay? Everything that's a problem that we... We've all been talking about it for years. We've all been talking about it for years. And let me tell you, the deep state is shitting themselves. Uh, this guy gets in, uh, and they know. They know. It, it, it's an unsaid thing. There's there's a blood... It's blood libel, man. It's blood libel. Uh, and... Uh, 
he'll, he'll be coming. He'll be coming for the people who killed his daddy, killed his uncle. Killed, and those are the people that have killed our country. They've killed our way of life. They've killed our economy. And now they're trying to kill the farmlands uh, with their bullshit. He, he even said something about the top-down uh, initiation of the green movement, uh, trumping the environmental movement, and he thinks it's madness, like we all do. Uh, all I can tell you is go and listen to this guy speak. Now they hear his footsteps, these, these uh, supposedly some of the biggest moguls in, uh, in Silicon Valley uh, are getting behind him now. And uh, they're saying it's 20%, but you know, if they're saying it's 20%. <laughs> and that's him just using Twitter. Facebook has banned him. Instagram has banned him. How dare they? How dare? And when he gets in office, I hope he puts every one of them in jail. I don't care if you work in the the mailroom at Instagram. You belong in jail. You are a criminal. If I was in the mafia, and they were committing criminal acts, no matter under the RICO. I go to jail too, even though I had nothing to do with them. Okay, so if you and I, I, they must, Facebook, Instagram, and Google must be prosecuted under the RICO. And I'm sure, I'm sure, as a lawyer, as a lawyer, RFK knows that, and I'm, and it's going to get done. It's going to get done. Now, uh, I'm. I, Phil will give you the rundown on the rest of the politics. I don't even care about it. I don't even care about it. And, and I give you, you know, if Trump wants to be his vice president and his mascot or something, that's fine with me. But uh, we, no, 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 no. Trump's not going to be the president. Uh, and as far as that guy DeSantis is concerned, I told you I'm detecting a faint lisp in that voice. And I know he's from the Pilgrim Society. I'm writing about the Pilgrim Society. They're the ones who put Woodrow Wilson in office. They're the ones who put the Federal Reserve in place. Stop blaming the Jews for everything. They're not as smart as you think they are. No, behind every vicious Jew, there's a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant pulling his freaking strings. Calling him a, a, a dirty Jew. Yeah. To tell the dirty kike to do this, you know, like 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 General Michael Hayden got caught on the train talking about Barack Obama by somebody sitting next to him. Tell the nigga to do this, okay? Start growing up. Learn how the world. Re- and, and those of you writing letters to me, you stop stop sending me your emails with your opinions, okay? Because I've been on the inside. Inside looking out for 10 years, I know how this all works. You have no idea. You have no idea. Go ahead, Phil. Take it from there. Okay. That's a great intro. Um, what, I, what I've been looking at is the different potential candidates. Um, and, and I'll start with uh, RFK, and I'll probably finish with him as well. Um, the... Uh, the thing about RFK is that you seldom see from any candidate is that he talks in specifics and he has specific plans and, and thoughts with regard to the way things are in the government, the way things are between the government 
and the technocracy the, and the way they are between the government and the federal um, agencies. And then he has other ideas with regard to the pharmaceutical ties to the federal government and so on. Um, that That's the kinds of things that you're not hearing from anybody else. Uh, now let's, let's go back to Trump for a minute. Trump is a useful idiot, just as those Jews and Antifa members and BLM members and media uh, personalities, the bubble-headed bleach blonde, as the song goes, um, all of these people are useful idiots. Trump. Donald Trump is, has been ostracized by that group of useful idiots. It's obvious he has been. Um, but under the law, and this is, again, going to the law, he's been charged with 34 felony counts, um, federal felony counts. All they have to do is make one stick. And if he is found guilty on one felony charge, regardless of whether he appeals or not, Congress will come out and say, and the judiciary will come out and say, that according to the Constitution and the laws of the land, he is ineligible to be president. Even if his appeal's in the middle of uh, the election cycle and campaigning and so on, if he's found guilty, regardless of his appeal, he will be ineligible to run. In, well, he may not be ineligible to run, but he will be found ineligible to hold the office. I just want to interrupt for one minute, one second to say this. What they're doing with Trump is they're holding out the carrot, and then they're going to substitute it with the DeSantis uh, uh, stick. Uh, that's what they're doing. Exactly. And you, you're getting sucked right into it. Yes. Go ahead. Because everything that Trump has... Um, will be requested by the RNC. All these campaign donations, these millions and millions of dollars he's raised in the last two weeks, um, will go to the Republican campaign, whoever it happens to be. Um, is he in deep state's pocket? No. Um, I think he's nowhere near as intelligent as people think he is. I think he's just found a way to use his ego and his narcissism to get things done. Um, that's my take on Trump. I think he's an idiot. Uh, DeSantis. <laughs> Florida's conservative resurgence. Uh, that is something that the media is playing up uh, as a negative although it is a positive. And, and my question with regard to DeSantis, because when I look at him, um, I almost see George Bush, the younger, um, in, in his actions um, and in his policies. Um, we're guaranteed he's going to be the nomination if Trump is ineligible to run. Um, 
Jack touched on Pilgrim Society with regard to DeSantis. Uh, and, and so all of you conservatives that have been uh, climbing on this MAGA train are really climbing on a train that has brought us to where we are. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And the one thing that, that really bothers me with regard to uh, wh who and, and where DeSantis is coming from is what's behind him. I don't think it's a groundswell of grassroots activism by any means. There, there's somebody out there or a group of somebodies within the same techno-pharmo-military-industrial complex that has said, we can, we can deal with this guy. Uh, now, let's move on to the other couple of choices that are out there. <laughs> um, now, Marjorie Taylor Greene in June, who is a Republican staunch Trump supporter, filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Um, that's not the first. There, there are numbers of people. There was actually a filing of impeachment against Biden yesterday by a Republican uh, congressman. Um, same old story. You know, um, there's... The thing that, that I saw and have seen for the last couple of weeks maybe the last month with regard to Biden, is the, the people who are in the business of giving us the information, the media, their, their tone and their focus with regard to Biden has begun to question Biden's ability um, to see us out of what we who are living in this country right now see as uh, actionable situations, uh, the budget crisis, the military, the, the saber rattling with China and Russia, the, the uh, feeding of billions and billions and billions of dollars into the, the pharmo-techno-military-industrial-complex players' pockets. Um, everybody sees that. The media is even telling us that this is the case. Uh, we have articles of impeachment against the man. I believe that those who are in power would just as soon see him gone for the election cycle. Um, how do they get him gone? Well, Congress is giving him all the warning in the world. We're investigating you. We have found all of this data. We have people who are willing to come and testify that you have done and said all of these different things with regard to his son, his family, his business dealings, and so on. All of those things point to this man in his 40-some years in politics being one of the most crooked politicians to ever get caught. Why is he getting caught? Because they're done with him. They're giving him Nixon's out. He can resign. He could resign today and say, this is too much on my health. This is too much on my family. I'm going to resign. W would that stop everything? Potentially. Um, if not, they will 
and can impeach him. They, they may not have the votes to, but if they're doing that in the middle of an election cycle, we saw what happened with Trump. They had impeachment proceedings going on in the middle of an election cycle. So I think we're seeing history repeat itself on the other side of the coin. Um, nobody in their right mind would believe that Joe Biden is a world leader. He's a clone, sock puppet, robot, whatever you want to call him. So if they get rid of Biden, who does that leave us with? Leaves us with Kamala Harris in charge. If she's in charge for 18 months, let's say they got rid of him today, um, so that would be about 18 months that she would be in charge. Well, Ms. Harris, uh, the people think of you less than they think of Joe Biden, especially what your, your, your accomplishments are, your congressional accomplishments and or your vice presidential compliments. So let's look. We've got how many millions of people come over the border, and you're the border czar. Um, anyway, I won't go in there. I don't think the electorate would have anything to do with her being president. Where does that leave us? That leaves us with RFK. And that's the way it should be. Uh, and, and believe me, uh, he will get better with us as we will him to get better. Now we're going to go into the metaphysical part of this. Uh, when I said Kennedy was the way towards peace in 2020, uh, I was told it'll never run. Uh, you know, I was told by his friends he'd never run. And uh, I heard the same thing. Yeah. And he said himself over and over. He, he, they offered him. They offered him the attorney general spot in New York. He turned it down. That's how. That's how they got stuck with uh, Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo was his brother-in-law. So they made. He said, "No, make Andrew. I guess Andrew needed a job." He says, "No, make Andrew the attorney general." <laughs> and anyway, the, it was supposedly impossible. Well, now it's not impossible anymore, right? It's happening now. We all get together, and we want something. I keep saying, uh, you know, why is it? You know, some of you listening to me, you're Christian, and you deny, and you know the power of prayer, but you deny that 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 you you, you can change anything by 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 wanting it enough. Uh, you, you don't seem to be able. Uh, you, you can't you can't you can't cross that border that borderline. And it's a very thin line. And once you go across it... You can't yeah. come back. Yeah. <laughs> so th there is a place where, where mul the multiplicities of reality, they, they all clash together. And you begin to see, you begin to see a, a myriad, uh, unlimited possibilities. With every, uh, every, every snapshot you take with your eyes of life and, and, and your senses, and, and they expand. They expand infinitely, and you see them all. It's like uh, I, 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 somebody said, uh, we were talking on the blogs the other day uh, in HP, I think it was, and it's, like, like it's described well in the, that movie, The Highlander, The Quickening. It's that's what it's. That's a perfect description of it. And 
believe me. And, and an introduction to the quickening, in my experience, is a silence right before. There, there's always a silence, a total silence. And, and recently I've been experiencing an electronic silence before that comes into being, that quickening. Uh, well, that's, that's what's called the long, dark night of the soul. Uh, it's, it's, it's uh, Israeli Regatti describes it when he said in his book, uh, God and the Promegranates, about uh, Kabbalah. And when you reach, before you reach, those two, two, two things that make a human almost as a god, understanding and wisdom, you have to cross a long path and it's a silent path and it's, it's a path of sadness and sorrow even. And it's been described in the, the Christian tradition as the long, dark night of the soul. And, uh, but when you cross that, you may find that like your Christian saints, you can perform miracles. Uh, I'm not saying everybody can, but I'm saying some of you can, and I'm saying you better you better cross that line because it's now or never. Those that are admired in this materialistic world, this world described in Cartesian reality by people like Spinoza, you're living. You're not even living in the 19th century. You're living in the you're living in the 17th and 16th century, because by the late 19th century, uh, Passion had discovered uh, uh, infra uh, infrared lights and, and different realities. Uh, Passion series, uh, they had already discovered quantum physics. Bernard Riemann had invented the equations that would shatter Cartesian reality and made all of quantum physics. And that means that means everything you do, your TV set, your phone. All what you think is modern technology. It was invent, invented uh, a little bit about 1860, 1870. It was invented in the math of Bernard Riemann. Uh, that, and it was articulated, it was articulated even before that by uh, a guy named George Berkeley. You might have heard of him. Berkeley is named after him. Yale's library was his library. I think he's responsible for three of the Ivory League and most uh, uh, the, the highest you can go in education. And uh, he said that nothing exists unless you're looking at it. That's the cat in the box thing. The cat don't exist unless somebody can see it. And he said it 300 years ago, and that, that has been more than proven with uh, Bell's theorem, uh, quantum entanglement, the double slit experiment, all this stuff points to a different reality. But more importantly still, well, we've been bending reality since 2013, and I've watched it, I do it, I participate in it, and I know others that are doing it too. That's why I said I've been on the inside, I'm on the inside looking out, and you're, tell, you're telling me, it, it's the Jews, it's the Jews. Uh, stop. You just don't know what you're talking about. You have no idea. Stop living with your senses because your senses are a prison. There's something called a soul, man. And if, I, if I'm correct, that soul is immortal. If all 
the religious sages that have ever lived are correct. That soul is immortal. Uh, and that's your consciousness, your upper consciousness. It's not this part of you admired in, in, in wealth, materialism, and stuff like that. That's, that's nothing. That's trappings. That's why you get like psychics and stuff like that that can nail uh, every card in a deck. Uh, but you know what? They can't take it to Vegas and win a fortune on it because uh, deep in your heart, you know, that, 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 that is, that's so meaningless. That's so meaningless. Nobody's ever taken a shiko with them after they died. You know, uh, nobody, no, 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 no egregore has ever passed muster as an egregore uh, to accumulate or acquire wealth. Uh, that is why, uh, you know, I had a fight when I was in the fifth grade or sixth grade with a fifth grader. And I beat this kid up so bad, it was like I was playing with him. And that's how I feel with these people. Their egregore is so weak. Uh, but I want you to understand that there's much more to you than what you see. I, I'm going to be 64 this July. I, I might be, I might be bailing out of this aging body soon. I don't know. But the consciousness that's in me, that will survive. Uh, that is immortal. It's been weighed, man. It's 21 grams. It's 21 grams. And all their machines, they can't touch that. It's, 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 it's from beyond a, the waveform. It's form. from a different place, right? It's beyond the waveform. Go ahead, Phil. Um, you know, with all the math and science, if you put any store in, a, in that, uh, just as Jack just said, the, the consciousness, the soul, that that is you, deep down, beyond the, the training and inculcation and propaganda and everything else, wherever it comes from, it is beyond. It is the creation. It is a, is a, a finger of creation. That's our job is to create and experience what we create. And the laws are you can't create without having more than one observation point to create a 3D reality. Anyway, I'll, I'll go into that maybe a little later, but um, there was a uh, question in the, in the post recently about collapsing the waveform. And if the waveform collapses, um, what happens? Well, uh, you choose another waveform. You, you, the multiplicity of, of universes and realities uh, that are shown mathematically. The, your consciousness, the you that is you, the soul within you, that 21 grams, it can choose anywhere and anything beyond our wildest imaginations because we're limited by what we have in this 3D space. Um, we have, because we are beyond this 3D space, the ability just with a thought that is a 
shall I say, soul thought as opposed to a conscious thought. Uh, there is a significant difference. Uh, one doesn't have the ego involved in the propaganda which has raised up the ego involved. Um, with a soul thought, you can create anything in this place, especially jinns and genies and egregores or whatever you want to call them. Those entities, those particular created waveforms, do not have the soul. And a nation has an egregore. And in most nations, there are many vying for power. Look at our world, our United States political situation. The Democrats and the Republicans for 150 years, almost 200 years, have been producing these two entities which are driving this nation to a downfall because they, they know the individuals behind these manifestations of uh, waveforms which are magnetic and draw things to the group, good or bad, but mostly what the group's goals are, regardless of how ill-defined, that egregore doesn't care. All they want to do is reach that goal and they will do whatever, just like AI. Same thing. It really is. Um, but we have the ability to affect the quantum, the 3D, in, in a multitude of ways. Once we step outside of all of the conditioning, the training, the, the Pavlovian uh, training that we receive from the authorities and, and you gotta understand that this is not what they believe what they, they inculcate into your mind through their, their their media it's not what they believe man i i mean at the top of the pyramid on you got people like uh stanford stanford and you everett the third and these deep black projects that the military's been running since the days of john von neumann uh, they you know the waveform is manipulatable. If it, or, or as you ever the third said, it doesn't collapse. It doesn't collapse. We create all these realities in our mind. It's our consciousness. And I'm not giving you these fruit, these fruit uh, uh, mathematicians you see on the Learning Channel. Okay, you ever the third wrote his dissertation for his his uh, you know for his uh, uh, what do they call PhD. Uh, and after that, it was called, uh, it said that the waveform doesn't collapse and all these multiplicities of realities are created instead in the human mind. And after that, he replaced John von Neumann at the head of these projects, these top secret projects for the military. And everything he did after that went deep black. You don't know anything about what he was doing and you never will. But that's the way they're living. Not by, not by the rules they're giving you. Uh, and so that puts you at a real disadvantage, a real disadvantage if if you want to uh, if you want if you want anything out of your incarnation uh, besides being a chicken farmed by them, uh, I I would think uh, I would think you would want more for yourself. Uh, and we 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 here at, at Jack Hart 
We're going to do a little advertisement. We're going to do an advertisement, right? Right, Phil? Sure. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm 64 in July. And I want to leave a, a, some kind of legacy here. I thought I did it with the book I wrote. Uh, and everything in it, blueprint for what it is to be a man, what it means to be a warrior, what it means to be, you know, more, more than a, a chicken in the chicken form. What it means to me really enjoy life. I mean, Albert Camus said it too in the beginning of The Stranger about strong, healthy body. Uh, you know, I don't care if you live to be 25, you're better off than a guy that never, that lives to 80 and never did anything. Uh, and never slept with a cheerleader. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, but that book, that book was brutally suppressed by the forces of Amazon and I'm writing another one, but that's besides the point. What point I'm bringing up is uh, we we are trying to do work here uh, on the human mind to better ourselves, uh, and we're on Substack because uh, we uh, I was treacherously pulled from from Patreon after giving them thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, they told me I was a uh, Hate speech, that's all they said, hate speech, no matter how, what I asked them. So now now we're on Substack, but I have to get off of it, okay? And I'm having problems here now with, uh, I think they're playing with the money now, too. Uh, now, I mean, I, I got uh, I got like seven, uh, a hundred, I, I got a $500 subscriber backed up here. I got, I got uh, what is it here? Ah, I went to the wrong thing. Let's try again. All right, here we are. Okay. So, I got two ten dollars uh, a $500, and $310, all backed up, all backed up. Things like wrong credit card number, things like crap, you know, which probably could have been sabotaged from Substack. Some of these people I know... That's uh, $1,200, roughly. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of money. That's why I'm saying something. That's why I'm saying something. Now, you guys, we have, you can register at the, at the, at the new site. Go through the human. That's at all. That's we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it on this post. All you do is that. I think you trust me by now, right? You give me my, you give me your money, and I'm, I'm, you're gonna get extra because I'm gonna make sure you get everything, everything we got that 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 that's uh, that's uh, behind the paywall. I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna make sure you get more than that, more than that. You get a copy of my book, brutally suppressed by Amazon. Uh, yeah, we're well, closing in on 500 copies anyway sold, but. Uh, I, you also get uh, uh, access to the new book that Orage and I are writing, which uh, we have uh, we have forty thousand words. Actually, we have more, but I haven't added the uh, uh, the fall yet. I will. That's when he walks across the line and sees what the things I was talking about before, the myriad of possibilities. But in any case, what I I, I need you really to do, uh, rather than writing you all and stuff, if you listen to this. Just when you, from now on, when you register, when you subscribe, do it through the human. Substack is, is, is crazed. I get, I get, you know, I got a thousand, I watched them subtracting uh, likes on the last one, uh, 
the installment of the uh, uh, Century of the Magicians. Uh, it got a thousand views. It got what, fifteen likes. Come on, man. Come on. I, I, there's people on here, and I know who they are, making less, a lot less than me. Okay, they're getting a hundred freaking likes on their pen, and they ain't getting a thousand views on the post even. That's and that's that's you should see what they do to the subscribers. I get ten, they knock off nine. I get ten. That's the free subscribers, not the paid ones. But now I think they're messing with the paid ones, which is why I uh, I please I implore you. That's like Phil just said, it's over a thousand dollars now. Uh, register with the new human site. You'll get access to everything on Substack. And that concludes our commercial. Go ahead, Phil. You wanna. <laughs> I, I, what do we say? Quantum immortality. That's, you know, I, I, just let, let me finish that. You ever the third. This guy, you know, he, he, he's the one who invented the phrase, they think, quantum immortality. And he ended up eating and drinking himself to death in front of his colleagues and his, his uh, parents and told them to throw his ashes in the garbage pail uh, because he believed you didn't die. That was the Peter Pan meets Pyramid Head, that you just go on to a next existence. Now, that was explored by none other than the greatest cinematographer easily that ever lived, and one of the greatest artists we've, the world has ever produced, David Lynch, in his magnum opus, uh, Twin Peaks 2017 or The Return, okay, episode eight. Civilization is, oh, human race, everything is, even the, even the gods are all destroyed, but consciousness cannot be destroyed, and they're re reconstituted in, in another dimension. Uh, in, a, in 2D, same holographic universe we're living in now. Uh, nothing is real, but it's real enough for us. Uh, and death is not. It's, uh, it's, that's an old platitude. Is not the end, but consciousness particularly consciousness uh, as as powerful as has been has been developed here here in this world it's not going to just die for all we know and I, I this is what i think is the case i think we all did die i think we died just when the mayans said that the clock would be reset at the end of 2013 not the end of 2012 they changed the dates that's in my writing go read black sun rising part 2 part 3 it's all there. It's all there. They killed. Uh, they killed Carl Brugger. They killed the greatest. Uh, the only one that ever really understood the Mayan uh, runes. Uh, 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 Wolfgang Cardan. They killed his uh, closest collaborating colleague, uh, and they changed the date. They put in the CIA that guy Cohen. Cohen, and they changed it to 2012 so you wouldn't panic when Kwame Isan was 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 approaching in 2013. But uh, that's what I think, okay? Anyway, let me hand it off to Phil. Go ahead, Phil. I got a couple of things that, uh, with regard to um, the quantum reality and reality as we see it and the differences. Um, I think there, there's a, a school of thought that has been around if you you follow the sages um, and you look at the the this planet this uh, holographic world and the holographic universe 
there's uh, many, many, many similarities um, in those multiple universes. And the, and the one similarity is here with uh, that of the universe, for instance, of our ancestors um, a thousand years ago. There were still stone monuments 10,000 years ago, 20,000 years ago, in, in time as we understand time and as it has been defined to us, which I don't think is a proper definition of time because time is, is malleable, it's manipulatable, and can be manipulated. Um, you know, I thought, got thinking about this quantum business, um, and if one were able to identify a means by which to bring things in and out of the hologram from elsewhere and that creation were used to um, make a space-time bubble you could very easily if you had the equipment that created a space-time bubble go four miles down the road and pick up a a thousand ton meaning two million pound piece of stone um, and move it where you wanted to wow how did they do that at Baalbek I don't know how did they do it at the Baalbek how did they do it in the Mayan ruins how did they get these huge stones moved where they wanted them how did they, um, they provide a 500-foot-tall tower of 20-ton blocks? Well, if you were able to manipulate space-time, you're no longer in a situation where you're constrained by the holograph rules. Well, how did they cut these stones in, in these places to, in such fine detail without saws and without drills and without the equipment to blast the rocks out of the quarries? Well, if you had the ability to pick something up and move it that was a hundred or a thousand, 2,000 tons or 2 million pounds, if you had the ability to move that, would you not then be able to use that same technology and cut very wonderful square corners, blocks that fit together, make that 3D waveform malleable, what we think is solid, by just tuning your piece of equipment? I think so. Uh, it, it answers those age-old questions. And if you believe there was an ice age on this planet and there's indications of an ice age on this planet then why is it that we don't have that technology because somewhere the egregore of those people has eliminated that from the human psyche did they do that by destroying humanity 
and, and starting over, potentially. But I will tell you this, and this is going to be pretty much my final word Phil, on this. Phil, Go ahead. Could you just define agrigore quick for these, these people? Okay. Because we're using that word and a lot of people don't even right. know what it means. And agrigore, I, I use it in the, in the same way as I use, that I use the word genie or gin. When you have people who have a, an ability to create, that ability to create is outside of the 3D world. It's in the world of the soul. And when that soul or group of souls magnifying that power to attract things or repel things has, uh, when it's given specific goals, it produces an entity, a soulless entity, that still has that... A golem. A golem that has the ability to attract or repel waveforms. Everything on this planet is waveforms. So the golem says, okay, the, this group of people and this group of people sat down and they focused on their goal and their soul energy is going to create this goal and bring it to reality. We need a new car for Johnny. Let's all pray for it. And lo and behold, Johnny gets a new car in the next six months. And everybody looks at all these things that happened to Johnny getting that car. Well, what they did is when they prayed for Johnny to get a new car, they, they actually tapped into their soul energy and created this golem or gin or genie or egregore, they created this entity whose job it was, regardless of anything else going on around it, which it's not paying attention to anyway, because it doesn't have to, its job is to reach that goal and bring that goal into reality. Now, you have a Democratic Party. Democratic Party has a bunch of goals. When everyone is on the same boat, they have one thing in common. They want XYZ to happen. That focus of creative energy of the soul creates an entity whose job it is primarily to provide that goal for this reality. Same thing for Republicans. They, they'll all get together and say, we need this, this, and this in this country. And they all think about it, and they all pray about it. They produce an egregore whose job it is is to bring that about in the country. That's an egregore. It is an entity, a soulless entity who has the attractive or repulsion energy of the universe in it for one purpose, and that purpose is to meet a goal or reach a goal. And it doesn't know any accountability. It doesn't know anything about good or bad or otherwise. Its job is to radiate energy to attract that goal. 
And if that goal is, is not being attracted, it changes its energy to repulsion because the things that are coming to it are not the things that are leading to that goal. That is an aggregor, in my opinion, from what I've studied of how these things work. Whether you call it into being through a, a ceremony, whether you call it into being through black magic or a Christian prayer service, or you call it into being through the use of media lying over and over and over again. Which is how they do theirs. Exactly. They're weak. Aggregors They're are, weak little aggregor. They are everywhere. They're little faggot aggregor. Yeah. <laughs> but they're everywhere. <laughs> and that, that is, conversely, how some of the multi-universes are created is through the use of that repulsive or attractive energy of aggregors. And they're everywhere. They're on your cell phone. You get a text. Does that text look like it's coming from AI or somebody you know? IP addresses. All of these electronics are tappable. I can, with off-the-shelf equipment, without a doubt, go through and identify all kinds of stuff in... Uh, the Ethernet, the Internet, in the servers, in the routers, cell towers, phones, all of the electronics. There are things that, there that are not supposed to be there, especially for, quote, secure communications. And, and that has to do with, as much as anything else, the inspiration behind aggregors, which then gives rise to, quite often, um, negative inspiration. Well, I want this, but that over there is part of it, and that's against the law. Well, I don't care. So the aggregor kind of pushes that away from you. It has to do with ego, and the word aggregor doesn't encompass the letters of the word ego, but I won't get in there. Um, but I really wanted to, to think about in my closing for today was accountability. And we have all heard of karma. What goes around comes around. Well, that's karma. Um, and we've all heard, let God sort them out. I've got a preacher that I listened to years ago who has a very large food bank and, and uh, a store where poor and homeless people can go and get clothing and food. And they get fed at least one meal a day and they sometimes get furniture and, and, and household goods, whatever somebody needs. And, and one time uh, the preacher was asked, well, I know there's people coming to eat here that have more money than you do. And the preacher's response was, God will take care of them. That's the same thing as karma. You know, it's, it'll come back to them. Well, in this reality, accountability 
is a learned response. The people in Washington, D.C. continue to lie, and everybody knows they're lying. They continue to cheat and steal and put your money in the pockets of themselves and Ukrainian or Russian or South African or Israeli oligarchs, and it's your money, and you know it's going there. And they will tell you straight to your face. They'll lie to you. That's the beauty of social media. You can say anything on social media, and if you offend somebody, you're not getting smacked in the nose. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're telling the truth, you better be willing to get smacked in the nose by those who get angry by the fact that their soul knows that you're telling the truth and how wrong you are. That's a factor of guilt. Um, accountability has to be done at the moment. You can't put it off. You can't see somebody raping a woman on the subway and turn your head because that individual will continue to do that. You can't see somebody cleaning out your bank account and not say anything. That decreases your ability to survive. It, and if you, we don't start holding people in Washington, D.C. and in our local communities who we know are doing wrong, and all of these things, well, there isn't going to be an accounting after the fact. Let's go back to what we were talking about, about the soul, and the ability of the soul to choose the next fractal reality that we want to live in. Where's the lock on them? If you cut off the head of a, a mass murderer, if he has a soul, he now has that entire multiverse as his playground. Again and again and again. If he's not held accountable for that, is there an accounting or a means by which, or a list of things to be held accountable for? Sure there is. If you're going to live with others, there is a long list of them. Gilgamesh had 470 laws. The Bible had 10. The Bill of Rights of the United States Constitution. All of these things are common knowledge. You look at any society, how do people live together? Because they're held accountable for their actions. They're not held accountable when they die, according to God's purpose. They're not held accountable by karma when they die. They have to go through it again. They're held accountable during their life at that point in time for their correct or incorrect action. That's where it, what it comes down to. And until we start holding people accountable once again, as a group, we know they're all doing wrong. Until we hold them to account, put their asses in prison, put them on light posts with a, a pretty hefty hemp necktie, whatever it happens to be, until they're called out, they're going to continue doing it. And I don't mean just called out, but action behind calling them out because they've all been being called out for hundreds of years. They'll be doing them a favor because if you settle with them, karma won't and karma...
She's a bitch. I know her well. <laughs> That's another thing about Kennedy. This is karma, you know. He killed the father, he killed the uncle, and now the son is back. Hey, he's coming for you. Anything more karmic than that? You, you tell me. You tell me what you see. It's more karmic than that. Uh, we're gonna, uh, well, I, I forgot to touch on something. Now, so we're talking about the focusing, you know, prayer or, or, or meditation or will uh, uh, amongst a group of people. Now, in our book, brother, uh, we, we, we are writing about the Brotherhood of the Polaris, who uh, they, were, uh, uh, they were based in France, and uh, they were uh, around the 1930s, they were in the heyday, and they toured out, out of Ron, around Montsega. But they believed that they would face toward Mount Miro, which is the center of the world, at a certain point at a time, every, uh, astrological, I think it was, related to with the North Star, Polaris Star, and uh, they, they would focus their will on the world. And uh, that, 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 that they take out, um, well, they're in the book. And uh, what I wanted to say is... Uh, we didn't bring up Fourier transforms. Now, Fourier transforms, what you do when you want to correct the problem in the time zone is you create a frequency zone, okay? And you put all the problems in the frequency zone and you mathematically work them out. Then you transfer them back into the time zone. I think we're in a Fourier transform myself complex waveform yeah and that's the reason for the holographic paradigm so we'll leave you with that uh and uh you guys have a great week we'll see you next week thanks for joining us for today's conversations from the porch to view and listen to jack's work subscribe at jackhart.substack.com. We hope you found today's conversation interesting and informative. Join us next time for Jack Hart's Conversations from the Porch.